STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. This is it. This is it. We're live. Click. No, don't don't play with your camera angle. The whole last episode, I had to look at the top of your head for an hour. It was great. Good. No, that's no it's good. Stop making me the main focus of this thing. Or I'm gonna well, what am I going to look at? I'm going to black out my picture. I'm going to look at me the whole time. You yeah, can look at me. I'm the focus of the record. Are we giving those out? Is there a problem? Well, then calm down. I got to delete them. I, I really don't know why it does that because it's not like you're officially presenting, I don't think. But it's just to me. Like I don't know. Someone has to figure out this Google Hangouts for me. I don't understand. How am I sounding? Am I sounding good? Good voice, not half speed. Have you figured <laughs> Is that out? the politically correct term for it? Yeah, half speed. You sound half speed. You want it under half speeds, aren't you? Why? There's like uh, white stuff all over my desk here. Oh, <laughs> is it tacky? Turn my uh, I turn my light on, and now I can see it. What does it taste? Taste like? it. Yeah. What's that? Tastes like glue. <laughs> yeah. How's that glue tasting ability of yours? I don't know what it's from, man. It must be from my uh, game cleaning or something. Garbage. Anyway, well, I was happy to talk to you earlier today, but I'm not happy to talk now. Well, hmm. here we go. Let's go down the Joe hole with that one. Well, I called when I called you today. I was I was out uh, at one of my local uh, crappy thrift stores. And I was asking for your piece of advice. I can't believe I'm calling, asking you for gaming advice, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I take it with a grain of salt. And uh, yeah, I was just saying, hey, man, I miss you. I, I, I don't like this vacation that you're on. I miss you at work. Because then I got to work with uh, other half speeds. <laughs> Next time. Uh, What's the problem? Take so vacation problem? when I take vacation. Well, they won't let us. For yeah, one. they will. Don't be silly. Do you know if I'm off in August yet? Have they told you? Why would they tell me? Why wouldn't you ask? Um, because she did me a favor last time I talked to her, and I want to keep bugging her. Okay. She gave me the Sunday off last minute so that I could uh, go to the Jays game with my uh, – take my my two kids to the Jays game so the three-year-old could be, go to her first Jays game. Because I'd forgotten to book it off. Well, you were getting it off no matter what. So no, that goes without saying. You did her a favor by actually talking to scheduling about it this time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still trying to. We're trying to figure out your train of thought. You were happy to talk to me earlier. Oh, and then yeah. On. So we. So for those, this is we're recording uh, earlier in the week, obviously. So. I said, all right, man, we're going to record tonight. Yeah, for sure. All right. Usual time for sure, man. You know, hippie talk. Yeah, man. A lot of mans. 
stuff like that. So, all right, cool. So I'm I'm here at ten to nine. Send you a little message. Hey man, I'm ready anytime. Because usually you're waiting on me, and you're like, mm. burr, burr, burr. "Kids are still awake." All right, that's cool, man. I got no problem with that. I can relate to that. Respect. Then I get another message saying, uh, "Computer is updating." Fuck your computer. <laughs> now it's nine twenty. Yeah, when did we start? Yeah, nine twenty-five. Oof. So thanks. So then I booted up. Uh, my Xbox one, my OG Xbox that uh, Derek had set up with all the arcade games and start playing some uh, games there. And I let my computer go into sleep mode. I go, I'll turn it on when I'm ready now. Bill can wait for me. And that's where well, we stand. It's summertime, that's how we started man. the show, man. Happy times. It's summertime. The kids stay up late. You and know, I wasn't complaining about the kids. I completely understand that. But this computer updating nonsense on my time is ridiculous. On my time, Mr. Hand. What? How did I know he wouldn't get that reference? I set the computer to do, uh, it's been bugging me about these Windows 10 updates for weeks now. So I said, fine, do it in the middle of the night. And I set it up. And it did something because when I came down the computer had reset so something had happened i get it off the startup screen and said hey we got lots of updates for you this could take a few minutes so i uh very politely sent you a message explaining uh sorry for the interruption in your evening um that's not you want me to read what your message actually said master sorry for your interruption but i'll be with you post haste Siri, read me back Bill's last comment. Like that'll work. Maybe it will. Siri, read me back Bill's last text message. I found your most recent message from Bill. Computers doing updates. Would you like to reply? (laughs) Yes, I would. (laughs) What do you want to say to Bill? Suck my dick. Ready to send it. Send message. Cancel, Siri. Ready to send it. Yes. Send. Cancel. Cancel. I'll send it. <laughs> Boy, that's way easier than typing. Uh, she read it. <sighs> little tick tick on your phone there. Wait, wait nice. did you just get a message? Nice. What did it say? Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Is that what I should be saying all the time? Growing it up. Is that what I should First be saying? First off, apologize to Siri because you didn't think she could read. No, I didn't. She did make it way more difficult, though. Huh. Hmm. I wonder if Google does the same thing. Okay, Google. Read me back the last message from Joe. <clears throat> you have one last text message from Joe. It came in today, 9.33 p.m. Do you want to hear it? Yes. It says, suck my dick. Do you want to reply? Repeat it, or is that it for now? Reply. What's the message? You are a cock. <laughs> Get your phone away from the mic. Got it. Do you want to send it or change it? Send. Got it. Do you want to send it or change it? Send. I had to okay. Put... To keep going, just say what should be in your message. <laughs> there you go. 
Get your phone uh, away from the microphone. Why? It's a static feed up, feedback. Static. Uh, well. Siri, well, how else are you going to hear it? Bill's last text message. <laughs> this is the greatest podcast. I found of your all most time. recent message from Bill. <laughs> you are a cock. Would you like to reply? Yes. <laughs> what do you want to say to Bill? That's what she said. Ready to send it. Send. Done. Brilliant. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of STC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. What an award-winning show we have lined up for you, as you can tell by the opening um, 10 minutes of this. Uh, this well, let me tell you what, already. I've never heard any other podcast try and do that. <laughs> try to do that. No way. Our rogue. How do you do? This is episode one four zero. One four zero. And we got lots to talk about today. We're going to talk about. Uh, I went to a big concert. Um, yard sale stories, and I got a little surprise for Joe later on in the show. Uh, all that and more right after this. We'll be back in a second. Hi, this is Player One of the Cartridge Club, and today I'd like to talk to you about one of my favorite podcasts, Media Mavens. Media Mavens is hosted by Pam and Riley, and they cover a wide range of topics from television to video games, K-pop to movies, and they make every show entertaining. In an industry that's awash in 30-something-year-old dudes, it's refreshing to get a point of view that doesn't sound like a carbon copy. I highly suggest you check out Media Mavens. They air every second Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You won't be disappointed. I don't know if I like this. Uh, this is not what we're about. <laughs> Why? Did we sell out? Yeah, you, saying you fucking out? sold out. Well, listen, you just keep keep the show you sold out in a positive. Man. Keep the show in a positive vein so we don't lose these sponsors of ours. How about that? Well, how about you don't make me go crazy like last week? You, you <laughs> set me off in a, in a direction and you know what happens. Uh, out of respect to one of our listeners that we that, like one of our listeners you, that we actually like we're back are we back we're back are we back <laughs> i guess so um what can i say uh if you want to contact us you can always email us at uh, stcpodmail at gmail.com or twitter us at stcpod Instagram, same thing, and hold on, check hold on. our. Who else are you going to Twitter? STC Pod. Yeah, it's not just you, Dick. <laughs> the real person I know you want to talk to is uh, my partner, the star of the show, the main man, the man of the hour, Mister um, Mister Happy, Mister Happy uh, at AC Decepticon. That stands for Angry Canadian Decepticon because he and his uh, other podcasting partner, M, run a top-notch, top-scale, really high-brow podcast all about what well, it's supposed to be about Transformers and uh, the, the beer they're presently drinking called Transformers and Beer. You got to check out that podcast. It was a little wild last episode I heard about the first 45 minutes was all video game 
talk. So I thought that was that was interesting. Well, no, that was part of our "What's Going On in Our yeah. Life" episode. Our what's going on? It was really wild, and you had a clickbait title. I, I really tip my hat to you for that. Well, you went crazy about that. No, what do you mean? I haven't talked to you yet about it. I sat through that entire episode waiting to hear about you and M going to see the latest Transformers movie. No, that's not what because the that's said. what that's what's in the title. Uh, Our thoughts the, on Transformers Five. No spoilers. Don't worry, we're not going to spoil it. That's not in, so like that's okay. not the title of the episode. I'm like these pricks actually went to see that movie after all the talk he did. I have to listen to this to hear him explain what would make him go to that movie. An hour later, still no movie talk. Like you click baited the shit out of me. You looper loving son of a bitch. No, that happened at the very end where I read, uh, a, a major figures, uh, uh, quick little re review of the movie at the end with a non-spoiler. Yeah. The title of the episode is transformers five and listener comments. What does yeah. that signify that I went to see the movie? It was, it was, uh, insinuated huh, that where? you were given the movie review because it also said no spoilers because not, you had seen the title. Hey man, it's fine. Congratulating you on a spectacular clickbait title. It worked. I saw your stats. You rolled in like a hundred thousand views on that episode. Uh, Pretty good, man. Well, thanks. Tapped into that Wahlberg audience. Well, I took a page out of your book, Mr. It Modesty. Doesn't work, doesn't work for our show, but uh, somehow it works for TMB. All right. So I wasn't listening. What did you mention at the start of the show that you want to talk about? <sighs> what is it all about me? It's all about me, I guess. Well, you've taken over the entire show so far. Now I don't even have to read the, the, the titles or the intro anymore. Bill wins again. <laughs> well, I did finally get to go to that uh, Bob Dylan concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. You took your, uh, and I know you took your daughter. How old's your daughter again? She's 13. Did any of the uh, Bob Dylan hippies try to hit on her? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not that I noticed. Uh, it, it's it's wild when you go to a Bob show because you've got every single age in the audience and every show that that uh, premise is proven every time I go. It's the age groups at this one was uh, super old people and okay, as so we were people getting here. As we were getting in our seat, this uh, uh, younger lady, you know, in her 20s or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, has a baby in one of those uh, baby Bjorns on her chest. A baby. Does she at least have, like, a baby? Ear uh, headphone plugs for the baby? What do you call them? She had a baby. <laughs> and she was, like, looking down my row. I'm like, if I got to sit beside a, uh, this, you know, hipster girl and she had to bring her baby through an entire concert, I'm going to go crazy. Luckily, she sat a couple rows in front of me. She did have little 
um, kind of uh, headphony things, which Good. she had to explain to everyone around her how they were no- noise canceling headphones made for babies and all this. Because everyone's like, oh, that's so great. Baby, uh, they're going to blow your uh, eardrums out there, right? You know, it's like, no, we got these. We got the, you know, I couldn't believe it. And she said the baby was five months old. I'm now, hey, I'm all for taking babies everywhere, not stopping your life when you have a baby. You know, when I had a baby, didn't stop me. You know, we still can't with the baby when she was six months old, did all kinds of stuff. But I I wouldn't dream of taking her to a major concert. And I was, what did I say, eight rows back from the front. So she was two rows ahead of me. So that would have been very right in front of a massive stack of amps. However, you know, I did notice midway through the show, the baby was having a good old sleep. So it wasn't a big uh, fiasco. It still astounded me to see a five-year-old baby there. Um, Took the 13-year-old. It was great because she was a cheap date. We went to McDonald's first, which was across the road from uh, the venue. So had a quick bite to eat at McDonald's and ran across the road to the concert. Uh, we had where, to pick up our tickets. Where's the, where's the venue at? It was the Barry Molson center right in my town. So finally, after decades of seeing Bob, he came to me, he came to me and that man, that was great. You know, no big adventure getting to this place. No trying to find parking. No having to pay for parking. Of, a sign of the times that he actually finally had to come to Barry to play a show. Mm, no, I'm not gonna say that. He's still uh, he's still playing the ACC. I think tonight is it tonight? No, tomorrow maybe. He's still playing the big ones, uh, but he's also packing in some uh, smaller venues. I mean, we're still a big hockey rink here. It's still a big venue. He's still going to make some bank. But he did pick smaller towns in Ontario this time around. Kingston. Um, was Coburg one or Oshawa? No, he's playing in Oshawa. I know that. Oshawa, right. And Barry. I think he. it's his well, mission before he... Um, commutes to the ethereal plane that he plays every single city in the world at least once because he's not stopping and he's hitting every single town. It's pretty wild. You were going to say something. I was just going to ask you, how did he sound too? I'm getting there. Getting there. All right. I'm going to go to sleep. You just, uh, (laughs) send me a text message when you're done talking about him. Now I still need the wild man to pop in. Come on. Um, ran across, it, it was starting to rain. So my cheap data McDonald's got even cheaper because we couldn't even stick around for ice cream. Cause I'm like, if it starts to pour, we got to get all the way across the road and in the thing all the way around the building. And we're going to be soaked and have to sit in seats soaking for two hours. So let, we got to leave right now. So we left a little bit earlier, had to run there through the sprinkling of the start of a storm. And like I said, we had to go to will call for some reason, Ticketmaster at this venue wouldn't let you like print out your tickets or even mail you your tickets or even pick them up at a Ticketmaster outlet beforehand. It had to go through will call, which I hate because, you know, you buy your tickets so far in advance and 
you know, those three or four months, you're just wondering that day, am I going to show up at that window and they're not going to find my tickets? You know, I always have that feeling with the will call. However, what can you do? So we went to will call and waited in line and they had, <laughs> you know, for this big show, they only had two windows open. And of course, one window was clogged up by this uh, older lady who was going through what my nightmare is of them not having the tickets. And holy mackerel, I wish I recorded it. I was just, I stood there in shock with my daughter listening to this because she went off the rails, man. She, she had some kind of um, accent, you know, East Asian kind of accent. And she was trying to oh, get her tickets, even though she had bought like third party, some kind of stub hub or some kind of third party thing. She only had one printout. Apparently wasn't the right printout. And they're like, you got to go back to your email and you got to print this thing out. Not this. You got to print out the other thing or show me your phone. She's like, I don't have a computer. I never printed this out. Someone else printed it out for me. I don't know what to do. I don't have email. I don't have a computer. And they're like, there's, there's literally nothing we can do. This is a third party thing that sold you this. It's got nothing to do with us. It's them. You got to call them or do something with them. So she had like the head of security there and two people behind the glass in the window dealing with her. And she just kept going on and on and on fighting for this. She went on so far as to say um, that the, the guy behind the glass who was dealing with her, that he wasn't raised properly, that his parents did a very bad thing with him. And he's just kept sitting there nodding and I'm sorry. Yeah, there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. And then, she would ask him a question. He would answer. And then she'd say, why don't you try answering me without a grin on your face? Cause I don't like what's happening here. This is the worst thing you could do to me. I can't believe this is happening that you, I, I will complain about you and I will talk about you and I'll be writing letters to you and you and all this stuff. But like my daughter laughed out loud at the, you weren't raised properly. So luckily our window was moving. We were able to get, our tickets and we went and found our seats and got seated and uh my daughter tugs on my arm and she goes look look at over there there's that woman she's right over there well, what i look over we are in like the left front block of seats there's a left a center and a right and this woman is like got better seats than us an aisle seat center block and she's about four rows up from us and she's there. She somehow finagled her way into the menu. It's like, how did this happen? What, what goes on? How does this happen? So there's all, all of this action is happening just before. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start taking some notes so I can remember this. Cause this is all good stuff. I burned my britches. I didn't recorded that, that whole episode at the window though. You ever heard anything like that? No, I was just thinking. You really should have recorded it. It would have been. They must. Have, there must be some kind of backup plan, though. For you know, for uh, smart individuals like this who print off the wrong item or don't have a backup on their phone somewhere, kind of thing. You know, there must be some kind of ID identification you can verify yourself with, or whatever. I don't know. 
or she may, maybe she bought two fresh tickets and they had two available that close. I know the, the week before I just happened to check out if it had been sold out or whatever and put in for two extra tickets. And weirdly two tickets did pop up that were like two rows better than my seats a week before the show. I'm like, what? what ticket master? Why do you do this to people? Like, really? I was there the second tickets went on sale and now a week before there's better seats available. Anyways. Oh, how much were tickets anyway? Uh, for my seat, you know, on the floor, floor seats, they were about a uh, hundred bucks in the end, a hundred bucks a ticket. Now during a, a Dylan concert, cause I've never been to one. Um, are people standing up the entire show kind of thing? You'll, normally get like a uh an opening standing ovation kind of thing and then people will sit down after that and they'll get comfortable because i know for me i i never i never buy floor seats because there's always and you always see it happen people will stand up and then they can continually stand up throughout the entire show for some reason which forces you to stand up so i always try to get um the section, uh, uh, you know, the, the incline section just sort of beside the stage, a couple rows back, like maybe like 10 rows yeah. back so that, you know, you can sit the entire show and not have to worry about it. Yeah. That's a great one where you're right along the boards, like that first row at the boards. Yeah. It's great. No, uh, you know, people will sit and it, and of course it depends on how good security is at the front, because if they allow people to rush the front and clog the aisle at the front, then the people in front have to stand up to see over those people. And then it's a big ripple effect. And that will happen around the encore. People will just start rushing up the center aisle and security can't stop them. And that's when everyone is forced to stand up to look past people who think they're entitled to uh, get a seat that's, or a view that's better than what they paid for. So, uh, yeah, the last few songs, the encores, you end up standing up for. So, yeah, there was the woman with the the five-month-old. That was crazy. Another thing you'll see at a Bob show is, uh, you know, when the internet first started. Did you try to breastfeed her at all? You know, when the internet first started, <laughs> there were like. Did you try th- to breastfeed the baby at all? When the internet first started. Come on, was, man. What? Don't How do silly. I know? I have no idea. No, I silly. I know you would have looked if she tried. So yeah, of course. Did you see anything? I tried to take a picture of her. I think I got caught. So I was going to tweet that out. But I was think she, she hot got at least? Me. Was she hot? A hot hippie? She's, she's fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, what was I saying about the people there? Okay, when the internet first started, there were two things on the internet: pornography and Bob Dylan stuff, because the, the Bob folks always love to uh, spread the word and uh, get their community driven and they love uh, talking in the community and building a community and keeping the community informed. And so of course I saw a woman there and she had a little notepad with her and this is pre-show. She's opening up her notepad and she's numbering all the pages on the notepad because she's going to write down every single track he played and little notes about every single song as the show goes along and you always see those kind of people there and uh she's old school using a pad of paper of course and then there'll be people who are 
you know, live tweeting the tracks out, stuff like that to forums. Cause people got to know what he's playing nowadays. And it used to be very random. The songs he would pick out on a set list. It, it was, we actually, at one point were part of a, a Bob pool where you, uh, pick the songs you thought he was going to play throughout a constant tour and you were awarded points if he played your song or whatever. And it was thousands and thousands of people were part of this, this pool. And that's how varied his uh, song list were. It, it was wild. Anyways, he doesn't go that wild nowadays, but uh, all kinds of people there. Um, you might've noticed if you saw my tweets, there's a strict no photo rule at a Bob show, no cameras. Even when you're walking in the door, they're warning you to turn your phones off. No phones at all. And if they see you with your phones, uh, security is there to hassle you to turn them off. So it was actually pretty cool that this show, your vision was not blocked by tons of glowing screens, uh, shooting the show and stuff like that. You know, I think we heard uh, Jimmy Fallon talk about it when he went to see Bob last month, right? His uh, appreciation that there's no cameras. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I don't know if I if I would like that. If Maybe you would like, like if no I want cameras. to take a picture, let me take a picture. What's the problem? They don't even watch you taking a picture before the show of the stage set up. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> um, Stupid. My daughter got a kick. Uh, we noticed near the end of the show, like I said, the encore, the center aisle will fill up with people running up there to get a better view. And of course, um, the Bob crowd and the, the dead crowd kind of mingled together. So I got to see, and she got to see like, uh, an older fellow, like a Grateful Dead type fellow, larger, larger person, um, dwindling hair on top, but still very long with tie dye shirt kind of thing, doing uh, Grateful Dead dancing, as I call it. You ever seen, you know, deadhead dancing? Yeah. It's not, it's not really like a boogie. It's more like a, a ballet on drugs, a lot of swirling and whirling going on. <laughs> he was doing full whirling arms, a flailing, doing spins around and hips are swaying and man, it was wild. I, I couldn't, couldn't take my eyes off him, but it's good to see that that is still alive nowadays. Good old grateful dead dance. Hey, if you want to see it, check out any grateful dead video and look at the audience. Someone is doing that weird, strange ballet kind of jazzy hipster. Uh, dude, it's not a good dance. thing, man. It is. It's good. It's, it's so pretty. not a good thing. It's cool, man. It's cool. All right. Anybody? Let's, let's go here. What's <laughs> so? Uh, I, the gold there. Come on. Still no gold. Still no gold with this story. Uh, when we walked in, I always buy a venue poster. He always has a swag booth, and I always have to buy the venue poster. It's something I started doing years and years and years ago. So now I'm stuck. I have to get a venue poster every time. I'd love to get a t-shirt, but how much do you think uh, concert tees are going mm. for nowadays? I'm going to say a large t-shirt is probably 40 bucks. Yeah, pretty close to 45. Oh, wow. 
and I'm not, I'm not like uh, really gaga over any of the designs he has. So I'm not going to spend that. If you wanted a sweater, like a hoodie, what do you think for that? You thought an SDC pod hoodie was expensive. Uh, hoodie is going to be originally, I was going to say 65, but I think probably about 85 bucks. Mm, hundred bucks. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he have enough money? He's got no, like his fans so. even more. That's fucking scumbag, man. A lot of ex-wives, man. Yeah, but don't treat your fans like garbage because you make poor decisions. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to buy it. I had to buy the poster though, and the poster has been twenty dollars ever since I remember, which is reasonable. It's on solid card. It is uh, branded for the venue, wherever you're at. And it's uh, an original printing, right? There's like small print on the bottom saying what the print house is and all that business and the year, the venue. It's the real deal. 20 bucks. You can't go wrong. However, this time, this year, he, uh, he drove me nuts this time because now he's doing multiple variants of the same venue. So there's a red and a blue. And the collector in me was screaming inside tearing myself apart that i was only going to get one of those <laughs> i was just going to get the red even though i know sitting here that there's a blue one out there of that venue and that date that i was at that drives me bonkers that's that's an upsell doing variants on posters i don't think i can forgive that So how many Dylan posters would, or would you say you have Benny posters? Well, if we ever did that uh, podcast that we talked about where we go through our concert experiences, we could get to the bottom of this, but you keep putting it off. So that, cause I don't want to hear you just keep saying Dylan, 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 Dylan. So I haven't had to count them yet, but I don't know. I don't know. They're North of, I don't know. There's more than 10 anyways, less than 20, probably outrageous. Um, I had started, I had mounted them, you know, mounted them on board. Yeah. And, uh, I can't, I want to stop doing, I wish I never started doing that because it just takes, it permanently mounts that poster onto a board. You can't take that poster back. It's always on the board. And, uh, but once I started doing them, I'm like, I can't stop doing them. I'm creating a wall of these. No, you can stop doing it. Well, luckily I have. My last three, I think, have not been mounted. But I don't know what to do with them either. Because they don't match my, my setup that I got. Anyways, I digress. Is, it, is uh, anybody, anybody still listening to the show? <laughs> Just check in. Why don't you uh, say something insane and crazy? That nope. will rile up the crowd. <laughs> we know what happened last week, so no. <laughs> I'm just going to be calm and cool this episode. Oh, great show. Great show. Um, band was tight. Music was really good. Uh, good set list. You know, went through. Uh, it would go speed up and slow down and get poignant. And he'd do a couple of hits people know. And then... He, you know, he's in his crooning stage, so he'll do a couple like Sinatra numbers 
And uh, he had a baby grand on stage this year. It's the first time I've seen him with a full-on piano on stage. And uh, man, the band was tight. That Charlie Sexton, I, he's the one playing lead guitar nowadays. Really? Eh? Well, he's been with them for probably uh, 10 years on and off so far. Really? Uh, um, you know, Charlie, he was in the Warlocks. And uh, sexy man. He's a sexy man. But he can play. Holy crap. And he's mastered the art of uh, haunting tones coming out of a vintage Epiphone guitar. He can, uh, it's pretty crazy. And you're going to, if you ever end up going, you're going to love um, how the show goes off. Cause you'll never see a show like this where every bandmate they're just glued to watch what Bob's doing. Cause you, it's not like you're running through album cuts of every song where, you know, every beat and what's going to happen. You, you have to be on top of Bob, like mad to watch his lead, where he's going to go, where he's going to end the song where he's going to put in an extra solo, uh, you know, an extra verse or cut a verse. You, you get, and everyone is just eyes glued on him, like zoned in for the entire thing. It's pretty cool to see. I think uh, he did Tangled Up in Blue, and I, I'm pretty sure he did. He wrote new lyrics again for that song. So revise that song for the billionth time over. At least there were lyrics I don't remember hearing before. And I think I said that the last time I went to a Bob show, that he rewrote the lyrics to him. Well, it's crazy. <clears throat> I got to say, um, going there with the daughter, I, yeah, I, it was a little emotional for me too. I couldn't believe I, at this point, you know, I've been seeing Bob for, for decades now and uh, taking a lot of, uh, taking a lot of ladies with me to see the Bob. And now, well, as you know, I've been separated for a while now and have my number one daughter there with me. It's good times. I looked over and saw her and then looked over and saw Bob and man, it was just like crazy. So I got uh, a little tear in my eye for a second. I had to wipe away and get back to enjoying the show. Well, it's definitely nice when you get to share something like that with one of your kids, you know, something that you're so passionate about and, and care about so much that, you know, you kind of want your kids to carry on and, and have that same sort of uh, feeling and love for that you do, you know, just another, another bond that you can, you can share with your kids. Right. Yeah. God damn it. She was enjoying it. I swear to God, I swear to God she was. So that was pretty cool. Cool experience. I can't believe how old I am. Basically is what I'm telling you. I can't believe how old I am. Old as fuck. It old enough to enjoy this with but man that's good thing about growing old with uh, your kids are growing up and you get to experience all these things with them it's pretty cool as you did taking your kids to the baseball game they got to watch you sleep at a big mm -hmm. uh, open air venue i only slept for uh 10 minutes <laughs> so, yeah you did yeah i did well first off they were losing big time so it didn't matter and then I, plus I'd eaten a lot of food and it was kind of warm in there. So I just took, a, quick little, I took a little power break. That's all. <laughs> oh man. You know, you are going to get caught in the jumbotron one of these days, passed out in your chair. Yeah. 
I don't have that yeah. kind. Of, I don't have that kind of luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it will, you know, I you let me talk a little bit some old Skydome stories when I was uh, TV TV guy there. I know when they're not on game action, they're scanning the crowds, and that's all they do is scan the crowds. And they, the uh, assistant director in the truck, he'll get the tape guy to record stuff if he's if he sees good stuff and they compile like a reel for the end of the year of crazy crowd stuff. And I've seen stuff that have been in the crowds, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There's people passed out like you, but there's full on people going at it too. <laughs> up in the, up in the top, top stance. But you remember that? I think you you showed me that video where it was the two dudes in the stand and they saw they were on camera somehow, so they started acting like they were uh, blowing each other and stuff. Remember that? Oh, like, yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget who sent that to me, but yeah, that was hilarious. I think that was probably about, what, one or two years ago I got it. I wish I had, had the brains enough to save it because I can't find it now. Man, yeah, they're constantly... They're actually, I think that actually got on TV. Yeah, you're right. I think it did. That's what it was. Yeah, they're constantly scanning. Well, was, you know, there's the booby cam, of course, but always looking for fun stuff in the crowns, like Joe sleeping. So you might be on a reel somewhere. Splayed out asleep. Yeah, they got smoked uh, 17 1. Damn. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> so we left about the bottom of the seventh inning. You couldn't even stick around. No, there's no comeback from that. We wanted to get back and enjoy the rest of the afternoon. But it was well, you, you told me an exciting bit that uh, the Lancaster from Hamilton was doing some. Uh, Dude, that was overs. crazy. They they opened the dome um, a half hour before the game, and then I forget what what inning it was. But it did like uh, two flyovers, this big, massive black shadow of a plane. Boom. Just beautiful sight. And then the next day, there must have been some kind of air show or air something going on because I was at home in this massive, I don't know what it was, four prop plane tank flew over my house super low for some reason. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a Lancaster. Hmm. So a modern plane? No, it was like an older one. Something's going on though. Just shook, shook the house. Beautiful, I love it. You would have appreciated it. And I heard something coming, but I didn't know what it was. It sounded like thunder. And all of a sudden, this this thing just flies right over. Much like you, I was happy to share the uh, Jays game with my two kids. My son had been to his first game the prior year. And this year is my three-year-old daughter's turn. And she's all about Batista, Jose Batista. So I had to make up a bunch of signs. And we sat by the third baseline. And obviously, he plays over in right field. So she was uh, – we got there early because in case they do batting practice, she just at least wanted to see him up close. And uh, unfortunately, due to our seating position, uh, she was extremely upset that Jose Batista never came over and, and talked to her. So we had Is that a something that could have happened? Does he do that? Um, I think so. Like, 
more so like on his side of the field, like, you know, he might come over and do an autograph or wave or something. Right. All depends on how they're doing, how the players are feeling. If, mm-hmm. you know, they're out for batting practice and the team, everything's going good, you know, but if you're playing like crap and, you know, you don't come out or whatever, then it's just kind of all game. And uh, that's probably pretty much it. Right. A couple of the, uh, the pitchers are usually out on the third baseline. So, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, ah, fuck. I forgot his name now. Big fan. Yep. One of the, one of their pitchers was out there doing his little long throw. And then he tossed a bunch of balls to the fans and waved and stuff like that. And, you know, just things like that. So they had a good time. I think I blew about um, so at least sixty bucks on food. Got like two hot dogs, a slice of pizza, uh, chicken strips and fries, um, bag chicken of peanuts, bag of peanuts, uh, bag of licorice. And uh, two pops. Yeah, man. Crazy price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was well, it. That was, that was Sunday. So what about Saturday? Did you go out yard sailing? Mm. No, Saturday I had to work. Oh, well. Well, mm. I was working. <laughs> yeah. But I took an early break. I took my lunch super early. Basically, I took a breakfast. And uh, I went out quickly for an hour and, nope, diddly squat. So, just wasted a bunch of gas. But I, yeah, know, it was, uh, I know you went out, right? Yeah, there was, there was not a lot going on. I uh, think it was the big Canada Day weekend. And I, I guess everyone. Still be, I thought there'd be a bunch of yard sales still. Yeah, there wasn't uh, many. I know our friend Haji went out and scored big time. Haji killed it again, as usual. Um, I did, you know, clearly he got the win there. But I might have to win if I go deep into the rule book. And uh, if you look, it says if you have to um, exit your, your for bank machine, you forfeit your turn, basically. So, so you, you broke up, sorry. If you have to exit your vehicle? Yeah, if you have to, no, your yard sale circuit, your rounds for an ATM, I think that, that kicks you out. That's loss mm. of turn. So that end your day when you have to go to a bank I machine. No, I disagree with that because. No, I'm saying that's that's a rule. No, I disagree <laughs> because you could bring out X amount of money and just have yourself like a really good day. And it's not your fault that you've been scoring all morning and then you find one final big hit. Well, that's part of the challenge, you know, to go with what's in your pockets and your wits Mm. about you to make what's in your pockets work for your day. So, you know, he had a, I, I might have to peel that wind back a little bit just by the, not my rules. Not my rules. It's just the rules, right? <laughs> he had to dip in that major Hodge vault. I think uh, you and I need to go up for one weekend. 
Yeah. Out, out Hodge to Hodge. Yeah. Forget protecting my area, man. Got to go up to his area. We'll, uh, we'll tag team Hodge's area. Yeah. I, uh, there wasn't much happening at all. I think it's two hours into my circuit when I finally hit something. Um, again, I had to ask, I had to ask the people if they had video games and they said, yeah, um, what are you looking for? So, I look just about anything. Uh, yeah, we have old stuff though. Let me uh, go back and get it. So I'm like, cool. And this is, unfortunately, your yard sale starting getting busy and stuff. So I'm like, what door did she go in? Cause I got to be exactly at the door she comes out of. So no one else gets to her before I can with whatever she's bringing out. You mean what door? How many doors does she have in this house? I can't because they were going around the side and oh. they were going in through the garage. You know, there was a lot of action going on. So I did hear the door in the garage open. So I went that way to head her off and she had a basket and they, it was full of GameCube games. So it's old, but not old, old, but still great. Great to see. And uh, I grabbed that and I tried to find a nice quiet area of the yard sale to get to, to look at it. And it, as soon as I put it down to start looking through it, sure enough, this woman was just started to go right up my ass, trying to look over my shoulder at this stuff. And I'm thumbing through it all, checking it all out. At least 60% of them didn't have discs in them. So I was really double checking which had discs and even the, titles i wasn't interested in i had to check their discs to see if they were the ones that were missing and the other ones so i was trying to take my time going through them all finally she said are are you are you gonna buy the whole thing i'm like yeah probably am and i thought that would get rid of her nope she kept looking through and then she starts the talking oh just two minutes earlier and we could have had all this stuff and we could have been here and this is what we've been looking for we just got a GameCube last week for our kid. And now we're looking for games. And if we'd just been two minutes earlier and all this, I'm like, you are killing me, lady. Not only are you probably driving up the price to the owner, but you're, you're just like up in my stuff here. And it just maddening. So I ended up just grabbing like five titles that had discs. One of them that didn't uh, super smash melee did not have a disc, but I figured I'd grab the box anyways, box and manual. And the rest, if I, if I hadn't been, uh, you know, knocked off of my game here, I would have just made a deal for the whole thing. Like said, I ended up taking five titles for five bucks. I said, five bucks, we take it. Sure. I should have just said five bucks for these. The rest don't have discs, but I'll take them off. Yeah. If you don't, cause when I told her they didn't have discs, she was like, okay, I'm just going to get rid of them then. And that's when that woman jumped right in and said, Oh, I'll, t- I'll just take the boxes. If, if you want to take the, I'll just take the boxes. So I, it just rubbed me the wrong way. People up, up in your asses when you're trying to make a deal. This drives me crazy. You know, you got to watch out. I'm the one that made the effort to get the games out of the house. And then this woman just comes along and thinks she can, you know, it's like, come on guys. Give me a minute here. Anyways, that was my one deal of the day. We got to get our pickup video going because my box of stuff is insane, dude. It's going to be like an hour long pickup video. Well, I don't have anything, so we'll just shoot your video and leave it at that. 
I find that very hard to believe. Mm, yeah, I've been cutting back actually. Hmm. I find that very, very, very. Well, I don't very have your hard. money, man. Very I don't hard have your believe. money. I don't have Haji money. No one's got Haji money. Let's get that straight. That guy makes it rain all over his town. I figured I'm just going to let you do the legwork, and then I'll buy what I want off of you. He's like, uh, he's like the Jesus of video games. He doesn't. He just attracts apostles in the form of video games. He just he's a fisher of video games. He just asks mm. for them, and they just come to him. Do you know how the Bible works? <laughs> Are you an expert on the Bible? I did go to Catholic school. Well, so let's see. You're an expert on uh, the Hardy Boys. Answer. I never, I never uh, said that. I said I like the Hardy Boys. Expert on Anne Rice. Expert on uh, Shakespeare and Latin and uh, Nancy Drew. And uh, of course, which brings me to the next thing. I'm glad we can keep moving along here. Which brings me to the next thing we're going to do. You are a self-proclaimed expert on Star Trek, the next generation. No, not. So I have in my possession a little bit of Star Trek trivia, which we are going to test Joe. What the hell was that that you just did? <laughs> now, I'm going to pull some trivia from this. The official Star Trek The Next Generation board game. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, called A Game of Trivia, Exploration, and Discovery by Classic Games. Um, why haven't you bought this off me yet, dude? This yeah. has been for sale for a long time. This is the first I'm seeing of it. It uh, I, can, I could never get anyone to play with me because... Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's Star Trek. It's a I guess. crappy game. <laughs> it's it's a heavy strategy game where you have to uh, all the players um, somehow navigate through these sectors of space by answering trivia questions and I don't know. There's it. It's all kinds of craziness in this thing. Instructions are beyond me, but it has some great trivia questions. And I'm going to warn you. Are you sure? I'm going to warn you. They ain't easy. They ain't easy. But well, how the heck am I supposed to get this? You're an expert. You're a big Star Trek guy. You collect the TV guys. So. Yeah, it doesn't mean I read them. It's just for the picture. All right. Randomly, I will pick a card. Oh, look at here's your buddy on this card. A little. Picard action. John Luke. Look at every one of these trivia cards has, uh, you know, like, uh, like uh, images, like um, trading cards. It, it's a great game. Oh, boy. You ready? This is level yeah. one. This is for beginners. Great. Multiple choice. In... Times Arrow, what part of Data's sensor setup did Samuel Clemens take? A, the transtator, B, the transponder, or C, the transceiver? I don't know. Fuck. Do you remember? Do you remember that episode? Um, 
Do you remember that episode, Times Arrow? In Times Arrow? Times Arrow. What part of Data's sensor setup did Samuel Clemens take? Transstator, the transponder, or the transceiver? What's going on under the camera frame here? Nothing. I don't know. Hey. Hey? Yeah, because I don't know, dude. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it was C, the transceiver, obviously. All right, who cares? You don't remember that? Nope. Okay, well, I better move. All of these questions are about time's arrow. I better move on because you're not going to get any of those, right? First failure. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one. Let's see if I can uh, pronounce all this. <laughs> you ready? In Darmok, Captain oh, Picard... Captain Picard told Captain Dathon a mythological story about Gilgamesh and who? <laughs> what? In Darmok. Yeah. Captain Picard told Captain Dathon a mythological story about Gilgamesh and who? A. Temba, B. Chaka, or C. Enkidu? Uh, I'm going to say Temba. It's either A or B, but I'm going to go with Temba. Well, obviously, that was a trick question. A uh, story about Gilgamesh was Enkidu. Really? Mm -hmm. So C. I remember that episode. I was so fucking confused by it when I first <laughs> watched it. I go, what? I even, because I was at, I recorded it on the VCR. I remember playing that back, trying to, what, what are you talking about, Picard? None of this makes sense. Obviously, a completely farcical episode. I love that episode, and I think a lot of people do. So I'm going to send you another softball from that episode, since apparently you're a big expert on it. Ready? What do Tamarians exclaim when any humans understand their communication? Do you need the? Do you need the three answers? Yeah. A. Uh, Sokat, his eyes uncovered. Oh, B, Jalad, the all-seeing. Or C, Tamar, his mind opening. <laughs> <laughs> what do the Tamarians exclaim when any humans understand their communications? Sokat, his eyes uncovered. B, Jalad, the all-seeing. C, Tamar, his mind opening. I'm going to go with C. What? C? It was A, his eyes uncovered. Hmm. I love that episode. Well, you're doing as expected. I'll pick another random card here. Dude, I never said I was an expert. I said I liked mm -hmm. my uh, TV guide covers. Hmm. I, I better I better read these so he has a chance at him. I better put that one back. Move your phone away from the microphone. Why? How are we going to get my awesome music then? 
Getting massive feedback. Still? Yeah. Why? Because you got a shitty Samsung. Still? No, it's fine now. I, sh- I should have uh, pre-screened all these because I, I can't even get to one that I think you'll be able to nail. Dude, these questions are ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, this is a beginner question. When the Ferengi joined the negotiations to administrate the Barzan wormhole, what was the first thing Damon Goss asked Captain Picard for water, chairs, or a bodyguard. The Barzan wormhole. What was the first thing Damon Goss asked Picard for? Water, chairs, or a bodyguard? I don't know. I'll say water. It was chairs. I don't, what is the, was the Barzan, that was the one where they stranded the Frangi out there at the end of the episode, right? Dude. Do you remember that one? I haven't seen these episodes for over 10 years. Oh boy. You remember a new wormhole was discovered and so they were going to negotiate who owns it. Uh, but they, fa- they, they found out that uh, although the uh, end that they were at was stable, the other end uh, whipped around randomly and they ended up stranding the, Bajor- uh, uh, the stranded the Ferengis in the which quadrant? What the fuck? Is this a question? Was it the beta quadrant, the delta quadrant, or the gamma quadrant? Fuck knows. Delta quadrant. It's the Gamma Quadrant. <laughs> oh. oh, it's too good. Well, we knew this would happen, right? You reading me retarded questions from a retarded game? <laughs> uh, this game is uh, half. This game is half speed, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, All right, let's get on to something interesting, man. Well, so should I bring this board game into work and play it all night? No, fucking donate that. <laughs> donate it? Yeah. can't believe you tried to trick me into buying that thing. Okay. Game one last one. Dick. No. One last one. Who convinced Lieutenant Worf that Alexander needed to be with his father? Worf's mother? Deanna? Or Beverly. I don't know. Who convinced Worf that Alexander, his child, needed to be with his father? Worf's mother, Deanna, or Beverly? Mm, I'm not going to say it was the mother. Yeah, who was he fond, fond of on the ship? I'm going to say uh, Deanna. I think they had something going on there, didn't they? There was that one episode where they were actually married. Yeah, they did, which was, I never liked that. I didn't. Uh, I know you don't approve of that stuff. That's funny. Yeah. Um, 
You are wrong. It was Worf's mother. So good. Tune in next week when we do the Hardy Boys trivia. <laughs> you just can't pick out fucking random questions. And Hardy Boys, I haven't read for over 20 years. Oh, so. here we go. Should it be Shakespeare then right away? Uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't do Transformers to really embarrass you. No, that'd be all right. Try that. Oh, yes. Really? I've listened to TMB podcast. So... That's the part where you go to your co-host Dem and say, um, why don't you uh, give your thoughts first while I formulate my thoughts? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Welcome to movie phone. <laughs> why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? Hmm. I don't know who wrote the questions for this Star Trek yeah. trivia game, but they are insane. I know who wrote them. They are insane. Some nerd. Doesn't eat pussy forever. Like the, they're not. St- the questions don't even hint at what the answer could be. Like you know, Jeopardy, where there's a hint inside the question. It's just you have to know that episode. Um. Before I forget, I actually did a sale tonight. But it was um, not to change the topic, but I'm getting bored of it. Remember how, how I told you I was selling those uh, Xbox controllers, both uh, OG and third party? Yep. So I finally sold them tonight after a whole fiasco this weekend with the guy. This is uh, a perfect example of uh, what we have to deal with on Kijiji here in Canada. Oh, that's right. Because you had texted me. <clears throat> Yeah, it was like two original Xbox controllers and uh, three third-party ones, and I'm just trying to clear space and get rid of the shit, right? So I had them up. So the guy goes, uh, he names a price, and he goes, I can meet I can meet up tomorrow at around noon at the mall or something, is his first message to me. So then my reply back is, uh, thanks for your interest. Which mall were you referring to? <laughs> he goes, either you named two of our local malls here. So, all right, that's cool. So then my next reply back is, uh, I didn't reply back right away, so he sends me another message with just, just the uh, caricature of a question mark, which is always <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so that upset me so then i replied back half hour later uh sorry man just got caught up with work meetings i can't get them i can't let them go for less than this amount if you're interested i can meet you tomorrow night blah 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 at 7 p.m at this location thanks and all the best and then he replies back going uh this price and i will pick them up today tomorrow i'm going away I reply back, oh, what if I could, but they are in my uh, storage locker, which I can't get to till tomorrow. Thanks for your interest anyway. If you still want them and they're available next week after the long weekend, feel free to get back to me. Have a good long weekend. But he's lowballing you at this point, right? Uh, just by f- five bucks. Right. But or, I, initially I, it was by, initially it was $10 lowball. And then I said, I'll take five bucks off for you. 
Yeah. And you weren't asking a lot. So at this point it's becoming not even worth yep. you going out of the house for. So he replies back, uh, what time tomorrow? I'll see if my brother can meet up. So I can meet him tomorrow at seven at 7 PM at the mall. Barring any crazy traffic since it's long weekend. Um, and then the only reply back I get after that are two letters, the two letters K and K. <laughs> I'm like, what? All right. You're, you're disabled or something. Uh, and then I get a message the uh, next day from the guy. So he was at the mall from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. waiting and never heard from you. And I wow. reply back, sorry, but your last message to me was that you would see if your brother can meet. And then the next message was two letters, K and K. How is anyone supposed to know what that means? <laughs> so then he goes, uh, I'm not sure what happened, but I sent the message saying we are good for seven. You know, I'm sorry I didn't receive it. I just thought your brother couldn't make it. It's no problem. I can hold them up for you for next week. And then, Jesus. Uh, so we finally, long story short, there's still like another five messages. We met today, which is uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, July 4th. Met him at 7.30 tonight. Gave him the controllers. And he proceeded to give me $5 less than the agreed upon price. I go, but I thought we agreed on the this amount. I go, nope. So I pull up the message and I go, anyway, man, sorry, I can't let them go for less than than this amount that I had said said initially. So he uh, starts rummaging through his pockets because he had like three bills, and he's pulling out all this change, and it's still not enough. And I go, hey, man, I work with a guy like you. I'm used to this stuff. I need. Uh, I didn't say that. So uh, I ended up going for uh, $1 less than our agreed upon price because that's all the change he had in his pocket. What? A- but it was a, he had to be driven there by his brother. He was, uh, looked like he didn't get a lot of sunlight. Like he was locked up in the basement playing video games a lot. Um, he was an adult. So I can only imagine his uh, social life and sexual life. <laughs> you imagine his sexual life. Yeah. Being off to Laura Croft. So what, what a fiasco for a bunch of controllers, man. I should have just threw them in the garbage. <laughs> what the fuck? This piece that of shit. Amazing. It's well, that's, that's just like what I just went through with the, those Wii controllers. Remember? I, I we didn't talk about it on this show, but I had a, a Wii controller and a nunchuck with a Wii Motion Plus on it. Um, what did I say? $30 maybe? 25 I don't know. Anyways, this woman contacts me and says, uh, you know, I'm going to be in Barrie tomorrow. Will you take... It must have been 15. I'm going to say 15. I go, no, uh, lowest I'll go is 20, but uh, I'm available all day. Uh, okay. Um, let me think about it. Next day. Yep. We're going to take it. Um, we're going to be there uh, this, uh, this afternoon or this evening, like 
will you take 15? I'm like, nope. Uh, I'm going to give me a little deal at 20 and I'm available all day. No problem. Don't hear from her at all for two days and then uh, start hearing from her again. Uh, I am in, again, interested in the controllers. Um, I can come by tonight. I'm like, then she says, will you take 15? I'm like, no, I'm going to stick with 20. I'm available all day. No problem. I can meet you wherever. Okay. Sounds great. And then I don't hear from her again. Uh, again, a couple days later. Um, I'm really interested in the controllers now. Uh, something We were at Canada's Wonderland all day, and that's why I didn't get back to that other day. Uh, but I can definitely meet you tonight. Will you take 15? Nope. Uh, $20. I'm available all day. Can't wait to, uh, can't wait to, uh, meet you for the deal. Okay, great. Um, where can we meet? I tell her exactly where we can meet. And then she writes back all in caps. You are an hour and a half away. I live in Brampton. I had no <laughs> idea. I scroll through to the first messages. It's like, you started this conversation saying you're coming to Barry. You knew, you knew what's did what maybe you thought Barry was a subdivision in Brampton. I don't know, but that was all I heard from that lady. It says, what, you know, people society, what's it coming to idiocracy is coming true. So that's what I know is happening. Now right? I know why there is a, a TF seller that I used to deal with. And I always used to get irritated by the amount of messages he would send me because it would be like, you know, he'd send out a list of stuff he has for sale. Go, All right, I'll take this. And he goes, okay, man, price is firm, this amount. Uh, we can meet up this day, this day, or that day at this time. Okay, like, all right, this day at this time. And then the day before, I would get an email from him. Hey, man, just confirming. You're picking up this item tomorrow at this time for this price. Price is firm. I will see you then. <laughs> and then the day of, I'd get another message. Saying just letting you rem just reminding you again for tonight or whenever. Yeah, price is firm. I will be exactly at, at this location at this time, right on time. And and never had an issue with the guy. Mm -hmm. But you can imagine as a seller the type of nonsense you, you know, people try to lowball you last minute. Like, hey, would you take uh, twenty dollars less than we agreed upon? Here's the cash right now in front of you. Yeah, you got to send those reminder texts, or people just aren't going to show up at all. Oh, I know the wife was uh, happy. I finally sold some stuff off from the collection, or the the junk collection, as I like to call it now. Well, how's the STC warehouse doing? Uh, it's uh, I've expanded uh, warehouse space um, <laughs> twofold. Since you've no. been away. So you've conquered more lockers. That's not what I said. Oh, right. Well, is there going to be room for some of my stuff? Can I store stuff? Um, if you buy some locks and put some stuff in, sure. No, you already have. You know, locks are expensive. Yeah. Sure. Ten, ten bucks a pop. Yeah, Ridiculous. but you don't need the 
crazy lock. I don't for have our work. I don't like, have. Uh, you can go to the dollar store. It's not at our work. This is at our warehouse. <laughs> right at the warehouse. You could put a paper clip on there and you wouldn't have to worry about it. It's just a, a sign of ownership is basically what you're doing with the lock. I don't think stuff goes missing at our warehouse. Then you can put your stuff in uh, our storage facility with a paper clip and see what happens. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've actually, I'm actually disgusted by my room. I've, I've picked up since I've seen you, um, three more board games for some reason, another version of, uh, another version of Monopoly, another version of Battleship and some other game. I can't remember what it was now. And then like three PS3 controllers, and uh, I told you that red uh, Wii control uh, Wii nunchuck. Yeah, which There's I will be taking. I got no room for this shit. I'm looking around; these games are actually making me disgusted. I, I'm actually starting to hate looking at my games. No, you poor thing. I, I saw a Monopoly well, game don't you today. Think that, you would have liked it. Was it was in a wooden, a wooden container with a sliding door. And it was in the shape of a, of a book, like a really thick hardcover book, hmm. wooden hardcover book. And it was monopoly, some special collector's edition. You slide open the top over there. And the board is like one of those weird quad folded, but really sturdy boards, super thick yep. fits perfectly in there. And then all of the, um, um, tokens, is that what they're called? No, uh, totems were in there, brass. And, uh, all of the cards were not just flimsy cards. They were like thick card and the money was all in its one spot. It was really nice, but, uh, they want 10 bucks for it. Yeah. What do I need with another monopoly? I would have bought that. Huh? Let you me check my phone. Siri, what? Siri, when was the last time Bill called me? Here's what I found on the web for what no. was the last time Bill called me. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Listen, it was 10 What was bucks. the last time Bill? Um, last names. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'll leave that's that how out. you want to play it. I'll leave that out, mother. I can let it fly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Let me make a note here. <laughs> uh, so roughly. <laughs> remove. Bills. Last. Name. We don't need all those stalkers. Next thing you know, I'll be opening up malls on my first Saturday. Ribbon cuttings. Sorry, Ben. Good thing you, I, I didn't clue in. Well, not the first time I've done that. Uh, yeah. All right. Are you done? Are we done? Did we do it? Is it enough? I don't know. What? Hold on. What you were going to you mentioned at the start of the show that you have something for me. 
Yeah, the tri- the trivia game. Oh, what? A- <laughs> that joke. was that was effort. I put in effort. What a joke! I, I even had sound effects. Saint Fandango. <laughs> I had poor man sound effects. Um. Yeah, well, I'm interested in seeing what your your pickup videos like. Do I get to cherry pick some stuff out of there? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what kind of prices are we looking at here? We got to pay for gas, as I said last week. We got to pay the bills. You drive a very economical car, so you, that's super cheap. No, it hates the start and stops of yard sales, let me tell you. Uh, most cars do. Sucks it back. Uh, well, I wish we could figure out a way to get this video off with both of us in it, but uh, you refuse uh, my invite to uh, come to my house to do it. So, I got an invite? Yeah. Let me check my phone. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, so when are you back to work, man? Next week? Uh, yeah, we'll be back together very shortly and we'll get lots of work done then, right? We got to start planning for the big uh, Barry Game Exchange happening in August. Is that still a go? It's still a go and you have a lot to prepare for. I have a lot to prepare for. Maybe we should get a new uh, hand-build design going. What do I got to prepare for? What do you got to do? You're going to have a huge party man no small little affair huge party uh you know got to arrange everyone showing up get the limos organized all of the uh the food and the drinks and the gifts and the are you bringing the uh are you bringing the appetizers It's your party, man. It's like, what the, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing the people. I guess I'm not buying anything at the show then. <laughs> you know, I think I'm, I might make it official that I will be selling at the show if there's still half a table left. Great. I got stuff to move. I, I wish you would help me out and take half the time of it. What do you want me to sell, dude? I don't have anything to sell that's worthwhile. You just complained about your shelves are out of control. Yeah, but not all of it's garbage. <laughs> when you don't don't sell garbage, sell good stuff for money. Well, the good stuff I want, and I don't go out yard selling as much as you do, so you can pick up a whole bunch of garbage and sell it cheap. Well, or, um, that's fine. You can sell my stuff. I'm saying, give me a break. Oh. <sighs> You'll have my spreadsheet and uh, the ratios of what you can accept offer-wise. What if stuff goes missing? You'll have the the flock of nerds spreadsheet, the uh, cheat sheet, the answer sheet. And I will know if stuff goes missing, obviously, because I have the flock of nerds cheat sheet. That's what I mean. What if stuff goes missing? It better not. Uh, you will be accountable just like at mcdonald's if money went out of the till it's coming out of your paycheck so really that's what will happen i'm sure it did 
I'm getting a paycheck. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Let me wrap this show up. Holy mackerel. I don't know why you want to keep going. Time is enough here. Thanks for listening to another episode of STC Pod, episode 140, the big 140. Crazy. Uh, be sure to check out our YouTube video. YouTube. Oh my God. <laughs> dot, dot net. Subscribe to our some... YouTube channel, youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Listen to us on iTunes under the name STC Pod. Uh, don't forget my other podcast, Transformers and Beer, like Bill mentioned, which is why I can say it. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts and blogs and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. As always, thanks again for everybody for tuning in every Friday, which is when we post our new episodes. Thank you, uh, listeners. We love you all. We respect you all. And we welcome you all with open arms. And even you back. Even you half speed ones. Even the quarter speeds. Thank you again. That is all. Write in, tell me more trivia, and I will go forth and dig up more trivia. Post it and post it. <laughs>